What's up, everybody? I'm B. Floyd. And I'm Shantae, the Black Therapist. And we are Heal You. Yes, coming to you once again with another another episode to help us not only heal ourselves, but also heal our relationships. Right. This week, we're going to start off with talking about depression. Yes, in this episode, we're going to take a deep look at depression and how it affects so many of our lives and our relationships. Sometimes we don't even realize, we don't even know that we're depressed or our partner Mm -hmm. is really suffering from depression because it comes out in so many different ways. Right. It shows itself in anger. You're just snapping at each other. It comes out as, appears as laziness. Or you don't care about certain things. Yeah, it comes out in so many different ways, which we will really get into as the episode progresses. But what we are going to do is start out by taking a, a, a real look, really breaking down what depression is. We're also going to discuss the symptoms of depression and how they manifest themselves in our relationships. Um, and then we're going to talk about what we can do if depression is affecting you or your partner, just come up with some real um, life strategies to really help, you know, um, really bridge the gap, the gap in our relationships. Right. Some just some tools, some stepping stones to help you get over some hurdles that may cause some obstacles in your relationship when it comes to depression and dealing with depression or dealing with your partner who has depression. Yes. So let's get on to it, because after that, we're going to, um, again, share a little bit more with you guys um, about our journey and how Mm -hmm. depression has has even affected us on a real, real level. Um, So, again, let's hop into it. What is depression? Now, depression is a real illness. The, The illness affects different people in different ways and causes many different things to happen for you. Yeah, so what what even like depression, so many people don't even really understand what it is, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're sad, just get over it, right? right? But it's more than just that, which we're really gonna break down what it is, but it's caused by psychological stressors, um, symptoms of traumatic, you know, just life events or traumatic experiences that happened to us in the past or present, um, caused by a death of a loved one, a mm-hmm. loss of our job, right? right? Finances, health, like so many different things can Break affect ups, us. Yeah. Breakups of, mm-hmm. you know, um, relationships. And it puts us in this state of mind. Right. It puts us in a state of mind where it causes so much conflict. Now, relationship problems contribute to depression and depression causes relationship issues. Hidden depression causes anger, temper problem, and pessimistic views. Yes, like so many of us are sometimes so angry and we don't even know. It's like, that's that's depression because anger is just mm-hmm. a surface, you know, emotion and it goes deeper than that. And it's like, right. what's causing this, right? Mm-hmm. Like my husband says, like relationship issues can cause depression, but depression also causes issues in our relationship. And then it just creates this cycle, this unhealthy cycle that we got to get out of, right? Because we want to have fulfilling Mm -hmm. relationships because depression just can sneak up on you too. Right. It's like somebody just poking at you, a little poking feeling all day at you. 
and then finally to you just erupting and now you're just snapping and, and you're angry all the time and you're not really understanding it and you're blaming your partner, you're, you're blaming things at your job, you're blaming the neighbor, the dogs, but it's really the underlining thing is you are depressed about some things and it's coming out in that anger form. Yes, because depression makes tiny chemical changes to our brain every single day. It's slowly affecting us and we don't even realize it until we're in a full-blown major, major depressive state, mm -hmm. you know, until we really start seeing the issues because we're breaking up because it's just got to a point where we can no longer, you know, control it and we don't even understand it. Right. Our partners, our friends, our family around us, they don't need to even understand it. Right. They can see it. They can see, obviously, we are not the people that we used to be, but they just don't really know what's going on if we're not really talking about it. Right. It's hard for us to recognize it when it's just coming out in anger. So just imagine your family and friends just, just seeing a different side of you and just not not really understanding what what's going on. They're just getting the, the backlash of, of your anger and, and things of that nature. So yeah. you really have to tap in to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And the dark cloud that also makes it possible to experience love, peace, and serenity. That Same. depression yeah. mm -hmm. causes that dark cloud to where it's hard to see the, the brighter side of things. It, look, it makes you look at things in a pessimistic view, like love is, and peace is, is not something that you, you think is attainable to you at that time. Yeah, because on top of you being angry, a lot of us, you know, suffer from anger issues when it's mm -hmm. really not even just that it's more than us just being angry but yes it causes self-doubt we start to question ourselves and and mm -hmm. our and just our confidence and ability and our self-esteem and we're just always like man my life is is hard right. that's it a sucks. big thing right you know that, is easy. that comes out easy just questioning certain small things is been negative, like, like my wife said, like my, so so much stuff is going on. Like, why is it like this? My wife, my, my life is just sucking right now. It's just, it's down in the dumps. Questioning your purpose, mm -hmm. your worthiness, mm -hmm. you know, and it really takes from our motivation or just will to live, which we got to really be careful of, you know, because it, we deserve we deserve to be at peace. We deserve love. We have to know that. But depression will come in and have us thinking that we we don't. Right. Have us questioning really wanting to be here and not. And that's when we really, really got to get some help. Right. Definitely have to step in. When those when those thoughts start creeping into, why am I really here? What What is the purpose? Like, like my wife said, your purpose is starting to miss. You're starting to lack the drive to, to do things, to be to be in your family's life, to be responsible and, and to take your kids out on, on certain events. You just, you just have that lackluster feel in life. So let's get to the nitty gritty because mm -hmm. we're now going to talk about, we, we kind of gave an overview of what depression can look like mm -hmm. in so many different ways, right? But we're going to give the DSM kind of definition, go through the specific symptoms because we want to really help you guys be able to realize if depression right. is affecting you and then also see how it could be affecting your relationship because it can manifest in itself in so many ways right. when we're having these symptoms, right? And if you have five or more of these, it's probably an indicator that you're suffering from depression and it's impacting your relationship. Five may seem like a lot, but it's really not. These 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 symptoms are, are can come real quick and five can, can total up on you so fast so we just need to pay attention now the first one is persistent or sad or anxious mood feeling empty 
hopeless, tearful for most of the day, or nearly every day. So this is just not being sad, right? right. Because you saw something on TV and mm -hmm. you really empathize and now it's kind of just in your head, mm -hmm. right? It's, it's deeper than that because most of us can shake that kind of sadness right. the next day. We start thinking positive, mm -hmm. right? And we start feeling better. But when we're feeling sad or empty or anxious or helpless or hope, you know, right. hopeless, tearful, nearly every day, most days out of the year, then we, we got to do something about that. Right. When those sad moments start just creeping into your thoughts, when you're watching TV and you're gauging into TV and then it goes to commercial, then right away, those sad thoughts hit your mind. That's when you really need to start tapping in and looking into seeking more professional help. Yeah, because how can that, how does that affect the relationship? Mm -hmm. it, it causes us probably to be disconnected, right? Right. We don't, we're so, you know, saturated yeah. in these emotions that mm -hmm. how can I really connect with someone or open up to someone if I'm feeling this way and I really don't feel like they understand. Right, just having that burden on your shoulders all the time. Just You feel like you're carrying weight. It's just heavy, just exhaustion every day. So it's hard to make that connection when you feel like you're exhausted. You don't have the energy to make that connection because you feel like this is just another task I have to do today. Mm-hmm. And the next one, loss of interest or right. pleasure in almost all activities you used to enjoy, including right. sex. When you don't feel like doing what you used right. to love to do, whether you woke up playing basketball every day, you mm. went to the gym, you hung out with friends on top of going to work, and right. it's like, I don't feel like doing none of that, and I'm only going to work because I absolutely have to. Right, for, for, for the people who, who like to go out and who used to like to go out, and then their friends call them and say, hey, you want to go out? And then they first thought it was like, yeah, then they think about like, man, I'm going to have to get dressed. I'm going to have to go out, and when I see these people, I'm going to have to talk to these people, I'm going to have to smile and act like I'm happy, and, and then it just becomes just like, you just start naming all the negative things that can happen instead of looking towards the positive things. That is a sign of, of depression, losing interest. Yeah, and that can affect your relationship mm -hmm. because we don't want to do what we used to do as a couple, right? Right, sex, everything. When sex becomes a burden, like, oh, I want to have, have this intimate time with my wife, but man, I don't really feel like doing all this. I don't feel like doing the forward play. Uh, I don't feel like doing all these things. That can just further lead to a, a divide in the relationship. Or the other person feeling or taking it personal. Right. They just don't want to be intimate with me. They're upset with me. I'm causing them to feel that mm -hmm. this way is so easy to, to internalize and personalize those feelings when in reality it's the depression, mm -hmm. you know? That can cause depression to your mate as well. Let them internalize and thinking that that the problem is them, and they will have have bouts of depression because they they can't understand what you're going through. Yeah, and then we the next symptom is significant weight loss or weight gain without dieting, or we have increased or decreased mm -hmm. appetites. We're hungry all the time, or we just don't eat all the time. Mm -hmm. And you you notice like your partner is not hungry, and it's like it's not like you to not be eating all day, going all day without eating. That that's not that's not even healthy, right? So no. we got to be asking questions. What's going on, right? Or the partner who maybe is depressed and eating more and gaining weight. Right. Right. They may start to feel sub, you know, self-conscious about their body, which, mm -hmm. you know, affects them even more, impacts the relationship. They don't want to be intimate because they feel like they're they have put on so much weight. Maybe they're not attractive anymore. Right. Just eating snacking is a, 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 what disguises is a lot of overeating. You, you think you're just snacking here, eating little chips here, eating little cookies here and there. But that 
that builds up because every time you're feeling guilty, you may not go out and just eat a, a big move, a big meal, excuse me. You just may go just eat a few cookies here. Just have that 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 feel good feeling of of the food. But and then that that adds up until you to you're gaining weight until, like my wife said, to now you're you're, you're subconscious about yourself. Now, when it comes to being intimate with your partner, instead of thinking about enjoying that time, you're thinking about how you look, uh, turning the lights off, leaving your shirt on now when you're used to taking your shirt off. So all these things are causing more more things in your relationship that you don't want that can cause depression. Mm -hmm. So many things. And on top of appetite impairment, you can have sleep impairment, which is the next symptom. You're sleeping so much, mm -hmm. right? Or not sleeping enough, right. right? It's like, I just don't have the energy. I'm, I'm just tired mentally, physically, emotionally drained, right. Right? right? And that's not good because we can't get things done. Our hygiene slips. We're wearing the same thing all day for mm -hmm. a week. Right. Those are symptoms that, hey, something's going on with my partner, my mate, because they don't normally right, do these things. What's what's happening? We got to talk about this. Right. Not having sleep, thinking about all, all the things that got you down. And then when you go to work in the morning or when your wife uh, wakes up in the morning and asks, are you hungry or something like that? And, and you're being snappy and it, it's just start this day off. Now, the whole day is going to be a whole pattern of, of you not not responding well to certain things because you're not well rested. And that's another sign and symptom of depression. Yeah. And, and you'll find that a lot of these symptoms kind of, if you have, you know, an impairment or issue in one of these areas, it's going to call and cause issues in another area. Cause a mm -hmm. lot of times when we are hungry, when we are sleepy, we do get more irritable. Right. right? And that's another symptom of even depression though. Our, our mm -hmm. mood is irritable all the time. We're angry. We're mm -hmm. sensitive to criticism, all of these things. And well, it's like, What's going on? It's like an uphill battle. You're always fighting something. You, you, you start off with the depression. You didn't get enough sleep. Now, like my wife said, now, you, now you're getting hungry. So now you're even more snappy. And it, things are just piling on. Yeah. And then you have difficulty thinking or concentrating. You get in, you're indecisive. You can't make a decision. Right. Issues just doing easy things like doing laundry. You're, you're getting distracted. You're just daydreaming. You find yourself, your mind just racing or not able to really sit still. Right. All of these things can cause problems. Right. Definitely. Especially the indecisiveness that can cause just being depressed can make you just simple, simple yes or no questions can make you overthink it. Like not knowing which way to go because you don't want to add to further tasks of thinking about things or trying to please this person, trying to please that person. So it, it, these things just, just further adds on to, to what you need to look out for, for the depression. Yes. And impacting our relationships, right? right? We're not problem solving together. We're not working these things out together. Mm -hmm. We're noticing maybe the partner that is suffering mm -hmm. um, from depression, right? They're having issues in, you know, in these areas and we got to talk about it, right? Which right. we'll get to in, in the next section. But, you know, the biggest thing though, and the symptom that we really, really want to be mindful and aware of is that depression can also cause us to feel worthless, mm -hmm. helpless, but then also cause like reoccurring mm -hmm. thoughts of death or mm -hmm. suicidal ideation or even attempts. And when it gets so severe, because there's different levels, right? Depression just isn't always to an extreme. Some people can do suffer from major depression, but it can, can differ on the severity. It can be mild, 
right? It can be moderate, but we need to know at any time if if we ourselves are suffering from suicide ideation, thoughts of hurting ourselves or anyone else, right? Or our partner expresses this, we got to make sure that we get them some help. We want them to right. be safe. Sometimes though, that is even calling 911 or reaching out to a mental health professional who can mm. give us clear guidance on what to do because we don't want to take, you know, sometimes these things too lightly. Right, we definitely have to try to pay attention to the signs. And different uh, different people grow up in different ways and, and, and they express their, their selves in different ways. Sometimes these, these may come out as like, you know, I'm tired of all this, you know, like, what would you do if I wasn't here? You know, things of that nature. So you have to pay attention to these signs and maybe, you know, ask further questions and and, and try to be offer more support when you're hearing things of this nature. You, you, you don't want to further get your partner depressed where, they, where those thoughts increase. If they start saying things like that, you want to start paying attention. Start paying attention to your sign. You know your partner more than anyone else. You know what certain things mean to them. You know how they express themselves. If they start saying things, you know their frustration level. So you need to pay attention to these levels. Now pile on and try to be there and support them. Yeah, some, it's easy to take these things personal right. and get mad and get angry with our partners who may be experiencing this mm -hmm. because we don't, a lot of times we just don't know or we just don't understand, mm -hmm. right? Because maybe we don't know what that feels like and that's okay, right? But we also have to know, we got to learn to empathize, put mm -hmm. ourselves in our partner's shoes and just make the best possible plan, you know, for each of each partners to be healthy, right. you know, and that's what leads us to our next thing. What what can we do if depression is affecting ourselves, you know, ourselves individually or our relationship? Right. What are some coping strategies? How can we support, you know, this this thing that we need to externalize? Because depression, if we if we give it the power, it can rule mm -hmm. over your happiness, your life, right. your, in, your ability to to have meaningful relationships, to, to be able to enjoy things like your career, your mm -hmm. work, your children, right? Everything around you. Slowly cause a divide and you won't even see it. It'll just, it just increase day by day. And some of the things that you can do is um, have realistic expectations for your partner and have really realistic expectations for yourself as well. Yeah, because when we have like really, really high expectations, right, right which is easy to have, right. you know, um, but it can create a lot of disappointment, mm -hmm. right? And we that can create another huge barrier that then builds resentment and anger. Well, you used to do this. How come you how come you're not doing these things no more? Right. right? We used to be able to go, go out and do this. And it's like the person all the time isn't intentionally doing these things, they're going through something that right. needs to be talked about. As well as you guys may have been raised differently. You may have been raised to set high expectations so you can meet goals. And the other person may not have been raised that way. So you may have entered into the relationship by placing high expectations on yourself, your mate, and the relationship. And when that other person are not is not meeting that goal in your time frame, it causes more issues in your in your relationship. So what can we do? We can learn how to better communicate. We right. we we talk all the time about improving our communication skills because that's one of the pillars mm -hmm. of any healthy relationship. But especially if we're going through things like anxiety, which was our last episode, or things like depression, which we're really focusing on today, we got to talk about it. It can't mm -hmm. just be the elephant in the room right. that we know it's it's creating issues, but we're just walking around it, walking on eggshells. 
walking on eggshells. And another thing about communication, we have to be encouraged direct communication. Ask our partner specifically what do we want or what are they asking. Yes, specifically, what are your needs? How can I help you? How can I support you? And a lot of times people will say, I don't know. Right. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm guilty of that. Even myself. Well, I don't know. Right. I'm trying to figure it out myself. But even just saying things like, you know what, let me I, I'm going to be here regardless, right. even if it, that's just to sit with mm-hmm. you, to listen to you. Listening mm-hmm. is a part of communicating. Sometimes your partner just needs to vent and get it mm-hmm. out. But they're so afraid because they don't want you to look at them as less than or mm-hmm. or or injured or, you know, you know, hurting, but even though that is how, how they're feeling inside. Right. Letting your partner though, one of the best things you can do is say, I'm here for you. Even if you're not ready to talk now, I'm here when you are ready to talk. Just, just letting your partner know that whenever they're ready to vocalize what they're going through, that you'll be there ready to listen. Man, we got to reduce the intensity mm-hmm. of expressed emotion, especially when it's negative, right? Mm-hmm. When we when we are angry, we're upset because it, it's normal to have those feelings. That's not the best time to be talking about these things, right? right. We got to be cool. We got to be collected. We right. got to be in a space where we can listen to one another and really come up with solutions on what we can do next, Right which we don't want to be yelling and screaming and arguing and fighting through that because we're not going to be listening to one another. Right. It's muddying the waters to what is really the issue. So now you have more issues because you now you're piled on with the, the yelling, the screaming and all this. So it adds more emotions and add more, more stuff to what, what the problem is. So you want to also avoid excessive criticism, which, which also easily comes out when you're expressing anger and you're you're yelling at each other excessive criticism and hostility it's easy like let's say you are married with children when Mm -hmm. both partners are usually teammates and they you know pick the kids up they alternate and they go back and forth and do these things as a team but then one partner you know starts to um, suffer sure, from yeah. depression or their impression depression increases right or gets worse and they're not able to do these things it's easy to look at your partner like what are you doing you're not giving mm-hmm. me no help no support i got to do all these things mm-hmm. by myself i don't mm-hmm. care what you're going through i still need help right you know it's easy to get angry and to to say all of these mean things right right because you just see them looking at tv right. all day in the bed all day or doing mm-hmm. what they want to do and really that's not mm-hmm. the case all the yeah time. you can't you can't scream out i don't you know i don't care what you're going through what does that have to do with me we still have to do a b and c because that person is really going through a lot of things you have to understand what's going on you can't over criticize you can't pile on to, put more into that person's plate if they're going through something, and like my wife said, you know, you, they're kind of stumbling in some areas because they're dealing with some other issues. You can't say, well, what is this? Why are you doing this? Because they're taking that as just hard body blows. And, and sometimes they're not able to take that. Yeah. And a person who's already teetering mm-hmm. on I'm worthless, I'm helpless, right. nothing's going to get better. I, I can't do anything to mm-hmm. feel better. This My life sucks. And they're hearing these things. That's only going to push them yeah, further push down. Push them further over. And that's not what we want to mm-hmm. do. So when you start identifying some of these things, what you can do instead of over criticizing, you can go to some activities that you like to do together. Yes. Rest- I, li- I love the term restorative mm-hmm. activities because things that 
pour back into right. you things that can really make you feel better mm-hmm. like going on a walk together right. traveling going to the movies playing a game doing something that can really start to connect you guys and open up the lines for mm-hmm. com- healthy communication right the base word restorative is restore just it, it adds on to more of what you had on it's building on to what you had replenishing what you have to to better the relationship to overcome depression together either as a couple or helping your partner overcome yeah and we can do that by you know really improving our problem solving skills making small incremental solutions small Mm. steps that we can take right right, together to get through this and that's going to be different for everyone because their needs are going to be different or the circumstances that have caused them Mm -hmm. to be depressed is going to be different so that's why the communication is so important and maybe they do just need a minute or maybe they need some motivation maybe they do need you to come in there and hold them and tell them it's going to be okay and and go to actually go to therapy with mm-hmm. them. These are things, these are solutions that you guys can make because to to help, not that we're just going to solve the issue of depression, but depression is very treatable mm-hmm. if we, you know, put it on the table and help our ourselves or our partners get treatment. Right. Another thing we have to do is listening. Listening is a big thing. It sounds simple enough. If you know you are more uh, the person in relationship that talks a lot, sometimes just being quiet and listening. Not even saying, oh, yeah, I understand where you're coming from or, or even apologize. Sometimes just quietly listening, being attentively listening and actively listening and letting your partner vent and letting the partner express everything they need to express, how they need to express. Don't try to correct them. Don't try to do anything like that. Just sit there and listen. That is sometimes the best way to help your partner get over some of the issues they're going through. Listening. Yes. It's so, so important, right? But that it also is important too, after you are listening, you have listened, they do mm-hmm. feel your partner does feel heard, right? You do express your caring and support. I love you mm-hmm. still, right? right? Just That's because you're important. going through this, you're mm-hmm. feeling this way, doesn't affect my mm-hmm. love for you and I'm here to support you, right? right. What can I do? Mm-hmm. What can we do together, right? And there are some things that the individual, the person may have to do by themselves, but I still support you through that too. Right. It's going to be a lot of times you're not going to know what to say. Sometimes the the, the best things to say is just, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I'm listening. Anything that you want to talk about, I'm going to take that journey with you. Sometimes just knowing that that person is there for you, they have someone to lean on and somebody can communicate to helps them a lot through their journey. Yes. And but sometimes, too, mm-hmm. we need to recognize when our support on the family level or relationship mm-hmm. level is not enough. And we need to get, you know, either professional or outside supports, whether that be a support group. Maybe the person is grieving because they lost their mother or their father and they just don't know how to really get over that. Mm -hmm. And your partner's like, well, I can't be your therapist. I can be here to support you, but we may need some other, you know, supports to get us through this, some more psychoeducation, right? How is this really affecting you in ways that you can improve in it? Right. We have to step forward and seek extra help when needed. Another thing we have to do is remember to take care of yourself. That is very important. Sometimes we forget to do that in our journey. We, we want to be there for our partner. We want to also be the, the superhero for the relationship. But sometimes if we can't help ourselves and take care of ourselves, we can't be there for our partner. That is a, that is the main thing that a lot of us neglect. And we have to make sure that is on our, in the forefront of our minds that in order for me to be very supportive, I need to be 
um, here and supportive of myself. Yes. Yeah. And that's so important to do is take care of yourself, mm -hmm. right? We have to be okay. Even in relationships, the individual has mm -hmm. to be okay for us to have a healthy and successful relationship. Mm -hmm. So if you or your partner, right, can identify with some of the symptoms that we just talked about, if you can identify with more than five, five or more, then maybe this is a conversation that needs to be had, right? Because even in our marriage, right, yeah. which leads us to our next, you know, segment, our journey, you mm -hmm. know, we have had to have this conversation of, okay, that's, this is what my depression looks like. That's something that I had to say to my husband because I realized, because a lot of times when you're depressed, you don't even realize you have slipped in this state again until it's too late, until you're already far deep into it and you're just sometimes regressing to old behaviors that you used to do, right? And you're just like, oh, I'm realizing I'm just, I just want to zone out. I don't want to talk. I just want to sit on this couch and watch TV and not say nothing to nobody, not be bothered. I'm not even mm -hmm. hungry or I'm eating too much. My appetite is through the roof. I want everything. Right. Like these are some of the things that I experienced um, being irritable, disconnected. My husband will tell you mean sometimes I, he told me that. And I was like, what? I'm not mean. But when I'm in a depressive state or episode, I can be that way or just negative, you know, about so many things. I'm going to let uh -huh. him tell you all what it maybe looks like. Well, I, well, yeah. From the from the other uh, side of it, it's, it's it's hard to understand and it's hard to keep up with the, the transitions of the feelings and the moods, uh, trying to, to be there, but also still trying to be a man and not just, you know, take the, the constant, just the meanness and, you know, just cold shoulderness for, for no reason, especially if, if you don't know, you know, at the time where, where they're not communicating to you what the issue is, you're, you're walking in happy thinking you're just having a good day. And then you go in for a kiss and then you get the, the kiss on the cheek, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, what what happened here? So, you know, <laughs> sometimes that is that is that is hard to 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 handle. You know, you you hear about don't take it personal. With it's hard not to take it personal when you're in a relationship because it's only only two people in the relationship. So if that person is is acting out or lashing out, a lot of times they're lashing out at you, uh, especially like you know pe people that are have to deal with a lot of people in the public sometimes when they're outside the house they're able to put on a, a good smile they're able to be professional and hold themselves to a certain standards and, and not you know just you know say certain things or you know be be nasty nice you know how they say but then when they come home they just take it out on all, all on your partner you know you just you just getting beat up and you just like what happened i was just with you at this so and so at the at the the company party and you're just happy you're smiling you're giving everybody hugs and you, you know saying this and that but soon we get in the car you got attitude immediately we get in the car how do, so how does that that happen how do you you you, you know you you take that and, and it's hard not to take that personal because you're like you just all these strange people you were able to be happy with you were able to you know the smile but soon you get home with me or even get anywhere with me where it's quiet I get to do the brunt of it. The, the, the niceness is now over. Mm. And that's deep because I honestly, like, I think a person on the other side of that, the person who experiences depression, because my depression is not constant. It's not where it's 
weeks or months at a time, I'm just in a depressive mode and nonstop. Like I have episodes, you know, to where it may be a few days. It could be a few hours. It can, you know, to where, <laughs> to where I experience these symptoms and you're not realizing because time usually is not something you're focused mm-hmm. on when you're in an episode like that. You're not realizing how it is affecting your partner. And me being a professional, it's easy to go to work. It's easy to be a social worker, mm-hmm. to be social. That's what I do for my job. Not that I don't really care for it or I don't have a passion because I do. I love what I do. But it's easy to go, quote unquote, to work. But then when you come home, you're not the same. You're not the same person. You're not. And I had to really look in the mirror like, yes, it's easy for me to put a smile on for the world because I've been doing that for so long. Like this isn't something that I even started experiencing. This goes way back to childhood for me. And I learned how to put on a mask. Right. Like, oh, yeah, I'm good. Shantae's good. But in reality, you don't feel that way all the time. And then when you get in a relationship, mm-hmm. because when you're used to being by yourself, it's easy to hide it. You're by yourself. No one can see it. Well, so you think because other people can see it around you. They just may not be saying anything, but people can can see it in so yeah. many, so many um, forms. People, yeah. yeah, especially people who are like close to you. But the person going through it, you're thinking you're hiding it. But when you get in this marriage, like I am with my husband, they know is there's no hiding it. Mm-mm. Not my ego eye here. I'm gonna see it. <laughs> but another thing, and uh, relationships sometimes are, are, com- are competitive. So if if the mate is receiving the the harsh end of of the depression, and they're seeing that their mate is able to engage with others in a happy face, to put on the happy front, to 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 be normal is in 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 some sense then there is easily for that other person to be like, well, then the hell with it, that shit. If you want to treat me like this, I'm going to act like this. And then now you're competing with being mean to each other and doing stuff like that. You're competing, but one person is really dealing with some severe depression and the other person is not understanding and, and trying to match. You know, it's kind of like energy. tennis. Yeah, trying to match the energy. They're just hitting it back and forth to, to now... They didn't reach new heights of the of depression. They didn't new, new heights of anger to everything is just piling on to no one understands anything now. It started from just someone dealing with some some depression. Now the other person has built up some animosity, some some towards this person because where they're acting to instead of just communicating what's going on and sitting sitting them down and asking them like, hey, I notice when you do this, this happens. Or I notice how how come when you go out here. You're happy, but when you come home to me, you're angry. The, your mate may not even know that they're doing this. They may not even understand that this is a, a switch they have put on. But you may notice it. You may feel this, but you have to sometimes sit them down and point it out. Like, hey, I noticed that this happens on this time. I noticed this happens when you do this. And then that can open up the conversation to both of you guys understanding what's going on. And that can be one of the first steps to healing. For sure. And identifying your triggers is so important me knowing my triggers is so important because that can help me communicate to Brian how I'm feeling. I'm feeling this way. I'm responding. I'm reacting this way for this reason, which a lot of times has nothing to do with him. It could be a flashback. It could be a memory. It could be, you know, thoughts of past trauma, which we'll get into in another episode, how PTSD affects our relationships, right? Uh, depression and depressive episodes and moves can be brought on by so many things. 
Um, but it's important that we start to like really identify what they are so that when those things are triggered, we can create a plan, right? Because if I'm just shutting down, which I'm good for doing, mm-hmm. right? What's wrong? Nothing. You okay? You sure? Yeah, I'm uh, all right. I do that Hollywood smile. Mm, okay. And then it's just, I know right away is something's going on. And it's like, you just got to talk about it. It's not easy to do, especially if you have a lot of triggers like me. It's like, man, it's always something. I don't want to be the problem. I don't always want to be doing this. I don't always want to. But if you choose to be in a relationship, you guys are a team. And the other team got to know the play in order for us to, you know, to win the game. You like that sport big deal? I do. I love it. I love it. And so we appreciate you guys listening to our journey and we appreciate you guys listening to what's going on. Um, we're going we're to gonna, we're gonna share, continue to share more with you guys. That mm. was just a little snippet, but we're gonna keep talking about this. Um, not just depression, but right. other, you know, mental health. Um, um, issues that issues, affect relationships yes. and us individually, and right. how and how it affects our relationships. Mm-hmm. And so, just continue with us on our journey as we use our life as an example, um, and then continue to just share more information mm-hmm. with you. And please let us know if you guys have specific questions about anything that we talked about. A lot of the information we give is very, very broad because it affects so many people in different ways. It's, it's hard to give a lot of specifics, right. but if you have specific questions, please let us know and we give can get those feedback. questions answered. Yeah, we'll, we'll look into it. We'll, we, we love feedback. We love learning new things. Even if we have to research it, uh, we also address things that we go through. So like my wife said, we a lot of the information we get is broad. And then we try to come down and give you our, our own journey, which is not as broad. We know we try to give some 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 detailed information on, on some of the, on the topics we're addressing as well as our relationship journey going through those issues. So if you want to stay tuned, please, please follow us on all platforms at Hill University. That's H-E-1-L, Hill University on all platforms, Instagram, Facebook. Twitter. Uh, be on the lookout for our our Hill You support groups. Mm-hmm. We got a book club. Right. We got bike, a bike uh, club, hike club that we really, really want to start launching at mm-hmm. the top of the year. So let us know if you're interested right. um, because support clubs to, to just come out and to meet someone new supporting you through what you're going right. through. Make a nice uh, connection. Also pay attention to our blog. And tap in to get our subscription and hit the bell for notifications for new information, new new episodes, and anything we drop. Yes, every Friday, new episodes. Stay tuned. Share with others that you feel that can benefit, and right. we'll be back. We'll be back. Heal you. Team Floyd. Mm-hmm.